Hashtag SAFM Lifetime. All right, uh, we invite you to join in the conversation as uh, we talk about uh, the South African um, Music and Recording Organization. And joining us uh, in studio is the CEO, Notando. I should have asked, give me Gogo. It can easily pass. I know. I, I went through school pass. having to explain that. Exactly. This is why I'm asking. Kosukona, the one who uh, believed all along that not handle surname, Kimihoho, and the next thing, Uzo, Mikoko, and think, you know, that's not the one. No, so I'm glad we've put it out there. I must also just also correct. It's the Southern African Music Rights Organization. Rights Organization. Not recording, yeah. Uh-huh. And I'll explain explain why that is actually a significant um, difference yeah thank you thank you so much for coming through thank welcome you for having me almost a year later uh, you've had to hit the ground running yeah. with a whole lot of headlines yeah how has it been I don't know if I should be <laughs> even asking that question because uh, it seems by just me asking the question I'm giving you palpitations <laughs> um it's been intense it's been intense Can but imagine. it's been a very steep learning curve and you know I mean the one thing my dad always says to me is that it's you know the experience that you're getting is invaluable and I've really looked at mm-hmm. it in that way that um, you know it's a it's a challenge and it's a challenge I'm I, I I've put myself in and I'm prepared to take. So it's been intense, um, but we've been working really hard and pushing forward. Look, we're having this conversation post a a, a newspaper article that was talking about Mm -hmm. uh, the report. And I'd like us to just clarify that beforehand, that we're not going to touch on the report for now. Um, You'll come back uh, sometime uh, to just tell us about uh, the outcomes of the report. Uh, But we are going to be focusing on understanding the role, leaving the distinction between um, you know recording and rights right right um, yeah so w- w- the the report that you talk, you're talking about is a, a an investigative report that Samro commissioned um, just uh, under a year ago um, actually about eight months or so ago um, and that is around an investment um, that Samro had opened um, and we once we have released that report to our membership which is the most important step mm-hmm. we will then be at liberty to discuss it more okay because I remember the headline so we need to get that out of the way right so now tell us what what does your organization do so um, Southern African Music Rights Organization we deal with the administration of um, the copyright um, in compositions um, and specifically the performance right um, the performing right in in copyright so just to give a, a very big brief background um, when when you listen to a song um, on a CD or in, in, in on radio, there are two copyrights at play. There's the first copyright, which is the rights in the composition. So the person Umbali who wrote the who wrote the song, um, once that song is then recorded in studio, mm-hmm. um, a second copyright comes into play, and that is the the copyright in the sound recording. Uh-huh. And um, Samro does not have anything to deal with the sound recording. That those that that right belongs to the record label, um, and there are also some. Um, um, royalties that will accrue to the performers who are involved in the sound recording. We deal with the people who actually create the composition, the, 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 the musical work. So, so when I write the lyrical content mm-hmm. of the song, um, do I come to Samro? You come to Samro, you come and you register um, uh-huh. your, your work. So first you come and you, you register as a member. Yeah. And once you're a member, you have to notify us of all your musical compositions. So mm-hmm. you come and you say, this is, a, this is a song that I wrote. I wrote it with Notando. Notando owns 50%. I own 50%. Okay. And then we, we input that in our database. But how do you then ensure that people don't cellulize? 
Sally, uh, in terms of, of that. It's so, my work when it's not your work. Yeah. How do you authenticate? Right. So, I mean, that's the, that's the difficulty. And we do have, um, and, and not only Samro, any business, any, any organization in this business obviously has to deal with that where you have disputes. So when you and I write a song together, you'll come and you could, go and you could say, I own it 100%. So the first legal obligation that you put there is that you verify that this information is correct. If it is incorrect, you'll be held liable for it. But what we encourage our members to do is that I shouldn't just say, I know this Chris is going to go and notify our work. I must also be a SAMRO member and I must also submit a corresponding notification so that SAMRO can say, okay, not under says 50%, um, Sis Chris says 50%, so it makes sense. But if I say 50% and you say 100%, there's a dispute. And then SAMRO then calls both of us in together and says, guys, there's something wrong here. Let's see who did what and and, and clarify that. And this goes also to the role, you know, that... um, um, that people perceive Samro to be playing. Um, mm. So we administer that copyright, but there are they're so, they're so many functions around the protection of copyright. There's the anti-piracy aspect and mm. enforcement. Samro does not have an anti-piracy unit. We don't mm. have um, the resources to do that. So people always say, ah, my song was played where, where. Um, oh, I bought a copy at the yeah. traffic light. Why what, is Samro not protecting Why is Samro me? not doing something yeah. about it? And that is not our mandate. And this is why all the different um, organizations and including government um, have a role to play in the enforcement of copyright, the protection of copyright. We are in the administration of copyright Mm -hmm. and all of us need to work well together um, to make sure that works and not only the organizations but also um, creators themselves. You know, Mm -hmm. as as a composer you have a a responsibility to make sure that number one your songs are notified to Samro because we have instances where then um, a song is played by on radio then a person says oh no but i didn't get my money from samro but mm. that person actually hasn't come and told us that i own that song so we then get mm. um, then we have license fees that are collected but we can't match them to a notification because people haven't notified so who pays the fees um is that connected to needle time as we play a song no uh, so what's ne- the difference so needle time uh, is the is the are the royalties that are collected for performers in the sound recording? Mm. It has nothing to do with the copyright in the composition. The music industry is complicated. It, it actually is, and I think that's why it's also highly misunderstood and highly controversial. That's it. So we'd have nothing to do with needle time. Um, who pays us? It's the, the same um, music users, but for a different right. So your mm. broadcasters, anyone who performs compositions publicly, public um, performances. So mm. live live um, music promoters, your broadcasters on TV, etc. Those are the people who would license um, for the use of the composition. Sure. Oh, what are some of the, I mean, you've had to hit the ground running and I'm sure you also had your own preconceived ideas on what the organization um, represents and what it stands for. Yeah. And you get there. What are some of the myths that um, you discovered and you thought needs uh, clarity? Let's let's talk about that um, after this break. Call Chris Selda now. 891 
In case you want some clarity on what uh, the South African Music Rights Organizations, uh, Organization does, give us a call. That's Sembro. Um, we have the CEO in studio with us, uh, Notando Mikoko, joining us uh, to just clarify some misconceptions and uh, uh, just get to know um, what the organization does. And you can join us on various uh, platforms as well on SAFM Radio, at SAFM Radio on Twitter and Facebook, and hashtag SAFM Live time live and you can also send us a whatsapp voice note on 0614-104-107 taking your calls on 0891-104-207 now let, let's talk about uh, i mean some of the misconceptions um that now where you had mm. and and you get there and you think oh okay yeah. it's not so so i mean if you look at the entire uh, value chain of music Excuse me. You start with, like I was saying, you write the song. You're a composer. You get, you have a publisher. That song goes into and record, gets into recording. People sign contracts all along, all along that value chain. Samro comes in much later when those contracts are in place, um, when those relationships, etc. The song is written already, and we then just administer in accordance to um, the notifications that we get. Mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest misconceptions that I had was that the role of Samro is really limited to that. P- uh, a, a position later on in downstream in the value chain, mm. assuming that people would have understood everything that they've done yeah. on the, in the process to that point where we're administering the royalties. And one of the biggest um, uh, 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 challenges I've, I've, I've faced is that a lot of the time people don't understand the, the, the contracts that, that mm. they've entered into. Mm. People don't understand. So the, then the, same, the members of SAMRO then also don't understand um, the rules of SAMRO. They don't mm. um, acquaint themselves with what, how it is that we do work. So then when, when certain outcomes ha- happen, so yeah. royalties are paid to party a, then party B says, no, but Samro, why are you why are you paying my royalties? Then we have to realize that no, but when you signed this contract, this you, is what it said. This is what it said. And and when we want to be famous, we don't pay attention to the fine print, do we? Yeah, yeah. And it's it's not only. I mean, to be fair, it's not only when people just because people are, are eager to be famous. It's also because it's it's a complex. It's a legal area. It's a, it's an area mm. of law, and people don't necessarily have access to legal advice because yeah. legal advice costs. So I and think and it's complicated. And it's, com- it's got its own language absolutely mm. so i think one of the biggest challenges not only for samro but for for organizations in the industry is how do we ensure that the the the, the, the people who are participating in the industry the, the the composers the creatives do have knowledge um do you have the knowledge that that they they need to to be active and knowledgeable participants in this industry because mm. the more people know the more they're better they're better able to hold us accountable the be- yeah. they're better able to you know to be responsible um um uh, what's the word participants in the yeah. industry and, and also i'm sure in the submissions they're able to then submit according to requirements yeah. let's take Erasmus in Whitbank who's been patient with us good afternoon and welcome Erasmus, if you can just um, move around a bit, um, the line is just really, really not good. Okay. Well, what I'm saying is that you guess, could assist us with her uh, office number, that would definitely help a great deal. Yeah, no, we definitely are going to give contact details. Okay. Uh, imagine see Kalanji conversation uh, and and so. already says niggas are my contact details. Uh, definitely we are going to give. Them. <laughs> okay, I can give you the, the, the head office contact. Yeah, no, we'll we'll give we'll the contact it. detail um, oh. at the end. We'll get to it. Uh, so let let's talk about uh, then. I mean, we've read. I I was there 
when that Mathatini passed. Mm. And mm. it was so sad that we were collecting pennies to bury him. Mm. Um, we And we see this over and over with many artists. I mean, I've, I've had an argument in one of our WhatsApp groups where I was saying that, uh, for instance, I'm a freelancer. Right. If I can't work, even the monies that I received in lump sum um, that got me to be driving the kind of car I'm driving, yeah. uh, to be staying where I'm staying, over time you can't sustain them because when you don't when you're not booked your music is not played mm. um you you're not earning anything mm. but mm. what's different with artists who then register is that you have access to your royalties you have access to your royalties um but also remembering that royalties are only earned if your music is still being played yeah, bon. so so if your music is not played the, the the broadcaster is not going to pay Samuel royalties for your songs, mm -hmm. and this is one of the biggest challenges. And it, it it it's it's the that lack of social security within the within the music industry, um you know so so you, there are many revenue streams for 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 an active artist. You've got gigs, you've got endorsements, you've got sponsorships, and then of course you've got your royalties insofar as. Um, your song is being played. Um, what Samro does do, we do have benefits for our members. We have got a um, funeral um, benefit for all our members when they pass away. Um, and we've also got a retirement um, annuity fund. So as as you are earning royalties, we are actually putting a percentage of that towards um, um, a retirement annuity fund. So that is something that Samro is doing in terms of um, contributing to, to this need for social security. But if you, I mean, it's, it's a very broad thing. I mean, we, you talk about being a freelancer. Most musicians are freelancers. They're not employees as defined by the labor law. Yeah. So if you have got, if you're not working, you can't go to the UIF because you do not have an employee employer who was putting money aside to the UIF. If you've got issues around... Um, you know, uh, uh, standards of employment, um, you know, sexual harassment, for example, which I always um, speak about for, for example, you know, a lot of um, uh, women in the industry may, 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 may have, may, so we experience that you can't go to the CCMA and say that I've, I've experienced sexual harassment in my workplace because you're not an employee. Mm. So these are real structural issues that the, the music industry is facing. And obviously, Samro is a very big player in the industry. And a lot of people then look to say and say, but Samro, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, so obviously, uh, this, you know, this weekend, Singwaba, um, one of our own, Uli um, Ndamkize, who pro kid. Yeah. And um, yesterday was his memorial a baseline and um was he he spoke and he said um some profound um things around the role that um creatives in in the industry need to play themselves you need to look at yourself as a business don't just say oh my gosh because i've got this endorsement mm. i'm big or because i've got this big i'm a big it's gig, short lived I'm it's short lived how are you approaching your your industry how are you are, are creatives themselves supporting each other to have a sustainable yeah. industry yeah. so it's it's a responsibility that you know everyone has to play mm. and and not, I mean, Samro, I think, completely acknowledges that because of the role it has in the industry, our we have also, a, you know, a big role to play in that. But it's not; it cannot only be a Samro um, um, thing. Role and role alone. Yeah. So let's talk about the foundation that you've put together, right. um, because over and above uh, taking care of uh, the rights 
of of uh, an entity. Yeah. Uh, you also have people who look to you um, for sust- for sustenance. Yeah, yeah. So the Samra Foundation um, is is an entity within within um, within our group that focuses on promoting um, music, promoting music education and music excellence. So some of our initiatives, for example, we've got this weekend actually a scholarships um, competition. It's an annual competition, mm-hmm. um, and it's a this year it's a it's a com- composers um, competition. So um, you know the number of rounds. And, and this is the final this weekend. So people come in and um, um, compete um, for compo- compositional excellence. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and we've actually this year uh, we're promoting it from last year. It's been one of our strategic objectives to focus on indigenous music as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've got we've got that um, category being highlighted this year as well. We've got an initiative um, with the Norwegian Embassy, um, which is not only for Samro members, um, uh, called Concerts SA, where we actually... Um, uh, support uh, live performance venues wow. so that they they are able to pay musicians to come and gig because you, and, you know and promoting the and, music and, and I would like um to find out how you also ensure that it's not just the artist, the singer, um, but it's the guitarist, it's it's the pianist, um, mm, the list mm. goes on and on. We have to take a news break, and uh, it's the news headlines with Utsilesako. Lifetime Live with Griselda Dudumashe. Uh, 29 minutes uh, to 2 and uh, this is Lifetime Live with me Chrisalda Tudumasha. We're having a very uh, informative conversation uh, with the CEO of SAMRO, South African Music Rights Organization as we reflect on what their role is and she's had to hit the ground running and it's just under a year um, and he, prior to you joining the organization I think uh, we, we would hardly hear about SAMRO unless there's a scandal um, and now you're holding people to account. Some board members uh, are being suspended, and yeah, there's there's movement. There's 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 a shift. All right, let's take your calls um, on 0891-104-207. Tabang, you're joining us from Metogoza. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Auskrisendali, Ausma, Nigogo. Sawon. I'm fine, thank you. Mm. Okay, uh, from. For Miss Mikoko, it was clear that uh, your music uh, must be played on air. But it's so difficult from there at home. When I'm saying home, I'm talking about from the broadcaster. Mm. Because as a musician, they will sub- you will submit, they will, they will tell you that drop uh, your music in the boxes there. I think I dropped my music in six months, but uh, even one song never been played. And I think, as composers, some of us, we are gifted that we can uh, write music about uh, the situations of these killings and stuff like that. But it's so painful. But uh, music, it's a a driver that can reduce this violence. So it's so painful. I think uh, you must have also your compilers there because Mm -hmm. it's clear from Mamami Gokode. Yeah, no, most definitely, it's a continued conversation that's uh, mm-hmm. that we need to have. And I, I, I remember whilst I was uh, with Metro FM, you would indicate that drop in this box, and the, these are the specifications, mm-hmm. and people mm-hmm. would just record and just throw it in. Mm-hmm. And chances of uh, a, a music compiler uh, for any radio station to use that yeah. are very slim. 
Yeah, and, and, and it, I'm glad that part of the foundation is to educate about that yeah. as well. No, I, you know, the, 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 the music policies of, of, of different radio stations, um, it's so important that as a, as a composer and as, a, as an artist, if you want your music to be played, you must understand who your target market is, number mm. one. So, um, you know, understand what, the lim- what, what, what kind of music they want to play on that, on that station so that you make sure you send your music to the right station. Um, but, um, I mean, this is a very, it's a, it's a larger conversation. The issue around um, uh, the content, that the content policies for different d- different stations and different broadcasters, because you know it even talks to the the local uh, content um, conversation to say, are we playing enough local music? Because that's that further down the downstream it comes and hits Samro again, because then they say, oh, but we're not you not you know we're not getting enough royalties for local musicians, and we're saying, but we 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 do not dictate to broadcasters what, what music they played. should play. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm I'm a very big fan of the fact, not even fan, I mean, I'm, I'm an activist for that, we must have more local music, but um, we cannot dictate that. We pay for play. So whatever is played is what royalties we will pay out. Mm. Um, so the conversation really is, um, number one, make sure that your target station is the target for your music. You don't want to go to Classic mm. FM and you know, drop your, your hip-hop track That's because it. you will it's, be disappointed. It's never going to be played. It's not going to be yeah. played. So make sure you know, and then generally as a conversation, as a, as a, as a society, we need to be talking about are we playing enough local music on our airwaves and i think mm. the answer really there is probably not we need to be playing more of and our you can't music. bring gom to safm radio please. you'll be disappointed nati will be <laughs> suspended <laughs> <laughs> so Jaima, well, let's though. go back to the mus- uh, to, to the sms's Kay in bloemfontein saying how are your talented artists um that can't read uh, right or lack good command of English language uh, protected when signing contracts. Even the managers often take advantage. Mm. It, it, it's 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 a real, real, real concern. Um, and and this is where the challenge is: how do we get that education to to our people? So how do we make accessible legal advice? So even if you can't read, um, how do we or can't read and write? Um, how do we, as an industry, and not just as Samro, as an industry, including um. You know the Department um, of Arts and Culture um, and and the Department of Training. Everyone who's involved. How do we make that information accessible to the people who really need it? It's it's a challenge. I don't have an easy answer. We've got initiatives that we that we are starting to work on that we've been um, working on over the last couple of months to say, you know, how do we get not only um, accessible but affordable? You know, really that can, they can get to it and they can afford it. Alright, uh, if I open a recording studio in my village, can Samro assist to expose those talented villagers? And that's from Gantro. So Samro is not in, is not a music <laughs> promoter. <laughs> We're not involved in music recordings and recording studios. Mm. Um, and and this is this is all part of the misconception. We we don't promote music. I'm glad these questions are coming yeah. up because then you know how you positioned. Yeah. Alright, yeah. uh, we also have a WhatsApp voice note. Um, good afternoon, Chris Elder. I want to find out something. Um, you know, with radio, it's easy just to manage um, which songs was played, what time, and who they need to pay in terms of you know royalties. But when it comes to clubs and restaurants that usually will play you know artist music um on cd or something like that and you'll find most of the clubs they do have this you know certificate that says they've signed up with samro so how are they managing that because you've got no paper that says this song was played um 
for 14 times or 13 times. Mm. So how are they managing that? Because I find that I think most actually artists, they are being ripped off because their songs are played at clubs and restaurants and nobody's monitoring that. Good yeah. question. It's a very good question. Um, and it, it, it is one of, of, of the areas that we are working on. So, I mean, you've got your clubs, restaurants, you've got Amahe Saloon, you've got all these other small entities that are playing music all the time, but they don't they don't have either the facilities to, to report, um, um, or you know, so we don't get usage reports. So what we do is with those license fees, um, and, and this is SAMRO and other organizations all over the world that do that, do that we, we then put their license fees into what we'd call a similar distribution where we we do have reporting. So if we've got a club that primarily primarily plays house music, for example, we would the, and, but there's another bigger establishment that also plays house and has reported, we would include um, their royalties in that bigger distribution where we do have reporting. However, this is obviously not ideal because you'll have someone who's played in that club, but in the smaller club, but is not played in the bigger one that reports. So um, the, the solution, which is not a cheap solution, which is one that we have to look at, is actually putting monitoring devices in these types of in, um, establishments where then they actually monitor, they listen and they monitor, mm-hmm. kind of like your Shazam type yeah. thing that just sits there and then it monitors the music. But it's, I mean, this is it's, it's expensive. It's not it's not an easy easy solution, and it's not only for like clubs and that kind of thing. But you've got, for example, community radio stations mm-hmm. who have mm-hmm. such um, you know limited resources that they can just play pay a minimal um, license fee, but they don't have the resources to report because to report is real time. You know, you need to then um, have the uh, equipment, etc., to do that. So it's a challenge that we even face there. So even with those community radio stations who are not reporting, is that we take um, their license fee and put it into a similar commercial radio station yeah. that we assume plays similar music until mm. you know that, that until they are able to to report the usage. And the the issue of music reporting is a very very big problem for us, and it's something that we've been um, engaging uh, Parliament in the Copyright Amendment Bill um, submissions to say we really need to. To, to have government help us to enforce um, the issue of, of music reporting because we can't just enforce the fact that people must pay license fees. Yeah. But now that we've got the license fee, then what? We need to be able to distribute and to distribute, we need to have um, accurate usage um, reporting. So promise you coming back, right? And to tell us about the report yeah. and who's going to account for what. I'll be back. Contact details, please. Um, so our um, phone number for the Joburg office is 011-712-8000. Um, our website is www.samro.org.za, which I must say right now was hacked um, about 36 hours ago, so it's down. Um, but we are look, working like around the clock to get it up. Yeah, it's a very it was a malicious hack that we had, unfortunately. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Samro Music, on Twitter at Samro Music. You're fighting big giants, so yeah. <laughs> you sound like you're saying, bring it on. We're ready for whatever. Thank you. Thank you very much uh, for joining us. Thank and, you so much uh, for having strength me. Strength to you. Uh, the, yeah, it, it's just going to be one of those, especially when your heart is in the right place. Mm-hmm. And it's time. It's time. Thank South you. South African Music Rights Organization CEO, um, and that's uh, Notando uh, Mikoko. Thank you very much uh, for joining us.